Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the eighth edition of Follow the Trawler podcast, starring myself, Zachary Stevenson, <gasps> myself, Rob Ransman, and I'm not Earl Barrett, Colin Weston. Earl Barrett? Yeah. What was wrong with Earl Barrett? He was a great player. Mm. One England caps. Really? Did, did he yeah, he, he did, actually. Was that during his Oldham days or Villa? Mm. Villa, I think. Mental Graham Taylor days, wasn't it? Where he just yeah. well, he picked his old Villa players. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I remember him. He probably played a back four with Carlton Palmer and. Did he go on that tour of Malaysia? Was yeah, that oh yeah. That was probably with it. Brian, Brian Dean, David <laughs> Hurst up front. Yeah. David Hurst, massively underrated. I yeah, just always remember that speech of it's not who's going to play up front for England, it's who's going to play up front for England with David Hurst. Oh, right. mm. And they got a massively bad knee injury like two weeks later. And you know, as well as that, you probably do know this, but if it, he may have prevented the Cantona revolution at Manchester United. Oh, because United... Ferguson really wanted to buy David Hurst and if he bought him, he would never have gone in for Cantona. But didn't he buy Dion Dublin anyway? He did, but then Dion Dublin broke his leg in the third yeah. match. And, ah. uh, and then he... Bought Cantona and just thought, well, oh, maybe he'll do a job for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it turned out a little bit different, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to go straight into last weekend's games, starting with Fulham against Watford. I was there. You were there. I was Tell there. us a bit about it then, Colin. Okay, well, the first minute nearly made me cry. Our defensive frailties were therefore to see again this season that we've been shown up a few times yeah. uh, in these kind of games. Watford deserved their place in the top five. Or six, I think they're six as of now. Honestly, they are playing really well. I mean, they're yeah. it's not just the scraping wins. There's a flow to them and an energy about them, isn't there? Yeah, yeah that you yeah. can see the confidence. Yeah, it was quite an even contest in, from the second half. Mm. The first half yeah. caught constantly cold at the back. Fosu Mensah had an absolute shocker. Mm. There's, I don't think that can be debated. But when we started attacking more in the second half. Watford did seem to physically tire, which I, yeah. which surprised me. Because I only saw the second half, and for me it was mostly Fulham. They were just they were knocking on the door for the pretty much most of the second half, weren't they? Yeah, they? the first half was completely the yeah. opposite. Was it a case of Watford just deciding to sit back in the second half, protect the lead? There was a dropping further and further back, yeah. yeah. As the time went on, you could just see them thinking, OK, 1-0, this isn't so bad. Yeah. We've got it, everything in hand, but with Beatro on the pitch, you've always got a potential goal there. And then you nearly snatched it in the, in the dying moments, didn't you? Yeah, Mitro had two chances in the last 10, 15 minutes. Uh, one forced a really, really good save, yeah. and the second clipping the, the bar. bar yeah. but that was one clipping, it, it hit the bar solid in the middle, yeah? Well, from, from, from the TV, anyway. From the angle I'm at, because that was from my end of the pitch. Yeah. Because my ticket's like behind, you know, on the right hand side yeah, in yeah. Hammersmith end, and that header was from the left hand side. Right. So from where I was, it looked like it had clipped the bar and yeah, gone yeah. out. He has really become your talisman now, hasn't he, Mitrovic? He was last year. I know. With Newcastle struggling so much, I mean, and it's not all Benitez's fault, but Newcastle fans got a question: What's going on? Why there? would you let him go no. with, with when you've got really not that much yeah, else? Exactly. Uh, it's bewildering. But um, I, I just think as well the conversation we had last week about the best players outside the top six was it or top well, four? Well, players outside. If we have that conversation now, we'd have to be talking about Mitrovic because he's he's been well, a relation, as a target you know? man. Yeah. As, as a guy who can play out front on his own, yeah. he's, he's pretty. But know. that's the thing as well. I think everyone assumes he just lumped the ball into when he's going to no. but he's he's no. quite nifty as well, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's such a good player holding the ball up as well yeah. to bring others into play. Absolutely. Which it, does go a bit under the radar. And he earns a fair amount of fouls. 
he is almost like an anti-Crouch. Right. And what I mean by that is when you watch Peter Crouch and the balls are played long, he's all arms and elbows and there are constantly fouls given against him. Yeah. Mitro's much smarter than that. He's in those same positions, but he's winning those fouls mm, yeah. and make sure the refs see it. I, I thought there was a blatant penalty in the first half mm. where he got pushed in the back from across. Uh, looking at the replay, I still can't tell mm. because they focus on the shot rather than Mitro coming in and getting yeah, pushed from behind. Yeah. How does he compare to Troy Deeney? You were seeing him up close and he's had a really good start to the season. Similar type player? No. No, De- Deeney hasn't got the pace yeah. that Mitrovic has. That's not that Mitrovic is like lightning, he's not. Yeah. But he has got an extra dimension that, in my opinion, Deeney doesn't have. I don't think he's quite got the quality either. I think maybe Deeney is a poor no. man's Alexander. No, that's right, but I mean, Watford having this excellent start, yeah. I think Deeney's been a major part yeah, of Yeah, he's that. definitely been, been heavily involved, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Pereira so, looked good in the brief. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think he's one of those players... I mean, Maybe just the, the haircut and everything else, but you think it, it, when the chips are down, he'll disappear. Yeah, he seems that time. I've got that feeling about him. Do you reckon he's going to be then Richarlison for this year? He might be, and then end up there everything for 50 million next season. <laughs> we'll see. Last um, thing I'll say about Watford, Will Hughes had an excellent start to the season. I think England might be looking at him fairly soon. Yeah, he's had a couple of good seasons. He was really good in the Championship as well. With the name that Will Hughes, he sounds like you were playing for Northern Ireland. Oh, know, go again. <laughs> I don't care about Northern Ireland. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think um, I think both teams have got good and bad things to be taken out of that. Fulham, that, you know, didn't have a good first half, but at least they got a point and they could have won it. And Watford, well, you know, in, after all the pressure in the second half, they still managed to get away with Another a good point. point for them. And so, yeah. I see Watford being a solid top 10 team this mm. year. Yeah, they could be this season's Burnley in a way. So. Don't think they'll do that well, but as in if you for cup run, but I don't think they'll ever be in any threat of going down. Mm. Okay, I think I tend to agree with you there. Speaking of Burnley, uh, hammered Bournemouth 4 0. Yes, strangest 4 0 I've ever seen. Didn't expect this at all. Burnley yeah. didn't deserve it. Did almost Bournemouth a third of the really possession. Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and equal amounts of shots and shots on target. In fact, they had 19 shots to 12. Yeah, it was yeah. so surreal. A player looks quite reborn there, though, is um, Aaron Lennon, since he's gone mm. to Burnley. Yep. He's playing really well from what I've seen so far this season. But Aaron Lennon is one of those players, that just his style, you, you can tell he's, you, you could have always told he's going to have a bit of longevity to his career. He's got industrious, kind of, you know, he always wants to be kind of involved, and, and he's versatile as well. He looks like he's enjoying himself. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because he yeah. had the illness and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then he suffered yeah. burning. It looks like he's been given, you know, quite a licence just to express himself. Mm. In what is quite a dour team, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. This but, sounds weird, but this is a, sh- a result that papers over the cracks. Yeah. Burnley have oh. been god-awful this year. Yeah. So It sounds so strange saying this on the back of a 4-0 win, but they didn't deserve but, to win like that. And I really do fear for them this season. The best player's been Joe Hart. Yeah. The best player's been Joe Hart. I mean, even even in that match, they only had five shots on target. Four of them went into the goal. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. That's a little bit of luck involved there. But fair play, at least they got the win. But this is going to happen to Bournemouth, I think, now. Because they're very open side. They play 4-4-2. And that leaves them very open in the middle, very tight. I just don't think sometimes. they're expecting it to happen against Burnley. You expect to get hammered at, you know, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man United, etc. But... City, probably 10 nil. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, do you think Bournemouth are, 
they, they might be sucked into a relegation battle at any point. No. I don't no. think they're strong enough. No. Yeah. Not at all. I really uh, like the front two, Wilson yeah. and King. Um, oh, got loads of pace in the side and and they've got stability as well. Yeah. Eddie Howe as well. Yeah. Great manager. I've, I just don't fear for them. At all. I think they just may have to make sure that they treat this as a blip and don't let it get to them. They should do. You know, but listen, yeah. anyone can get dragged in this relegation battle outside yeah. the top six. Yeah. And I mean yeah. that. Yeah. You wouldn't expect the likes of Leicester and Everson to be in it but mm. or Bournemouth but anything can happen you just yeah. have a bad run of five games and you're in there I just I just think this season above all seasons there are, there are a few teams that are sort of exceptionally poor yeah uh, which we don't normally see two, you know. only two well two and, I think two are exceptionally poor I mean I'd say there's some very poor signs I'll throw names out there I think you're going to say Cardiff and Huddersfield are the two well yeah we say this every week but do you think Newcastle they are starting really to be poor. dragged into that. Yeah, they're, no, they're definitely hundred percent in a lot of trouble. I don't see. I don't see any sort of panaceas to, in Newcastle. I don't see any standout player that's going to grab their season yeah. by the scruff of the neck and, and help them out. I think they really could be in trouble, you know. And I think a manager Benitez's clout. As we, talk, we just talked about letting go of a player who's taken the. Premier League by storm this yeah. season in Mitrovic that's one he could have had without doing anything yeah. I think there's only so much a coach can do and I think he, he worked wonders last year Benitez with the same players now yeah. mate, it's probably a season too far yeah. I, I, I'm surprised he didn't go into you know the, sort of even the free agent market just get some veterans who still got a bit to offer and at least get some experience in there and you know it just seems Seems to seem light on everything, really. Yeah, as far as I can see. Yeah, there's some really surprising players. But actually. We'll get on to Newcastle yeah. actually yeah. Um, later yeah. on. Later on, but um, so moving on to Cardiff against Man City, and you know, I mean, City <laughs> five nil. You know, should have been more. It could have been and should have been more. It's, it's a shift around that forward line. You never know who's going to play, but it doesn't make a difference. No, I mean, here, here's something in. I would say about Manchester City that they're. The one drawback their fans might experience is they get so far ahead in the match that they give up for the last twenty minutes. That, that, that's probably the <laughs> biggest problem that City fans have this season, you know. And the last twenty minutes, just watching them pass it around because I mean they did score a couple of goals late on against Cardiff, but it, it could have been ten, couldn't it? Yeah. Cardiff are abject. They're just cannon fodder, shooting fish in a barrel. Some great goals though as well. Mm. Wonderful goals as, you, as you'd expect. But we're just used to it every week now. And you know, uh, we, we touched on the issue of clubs changing their kits and everything. The one time City wear their home kit in an away match is against another team wearing blue shirts. It, it, isn't it just, it's almost like they've got their own mission to annoy, you know? It's like, this is where you should have changed your shirts. But I don't know. But yeah, I mean. A team looking to annoy with Neil Warnock in charge. <laughs> well, I think we have to blame City there because they're the away team, they should have changed. But. I mean, Mara's getting on the score sheet twice as well. So, you know, he's yeah, yeah his confidence is going to be he's high. away yeah. now. Up One player seems to be struggling is um, Gabriel Jesus at the moment mm. at Man City. I'm not sure it's going to be fine, but he's the only one really it's just sort of not really yeah. firing. Yeah. Well, he hasn't had many opportunities, but no, I just get a feeling. kind of where it's at, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, with, uh, it, it, you know, with the we're doing as well as he has been doing, it's yeah, trying to get the both of them in the team at the same time, especially nowadays where teams don't tend to play too up front anymore yeah. do they well, they did it a couple of weeks ago but, they um, do occasionally yeah. play together yeah. yeah yeah. but I think uh, but I'm sure he'll be fine anyway he's, he's yeah. just the, he's the future isn't he he's yeah. 21 years old so yeah. he's got nearly a decade on Aguero so. how old is Aguero 30 32 I think he's 32 so uh, City not, not much to say about them really apart from the 
absolutely brilliant in the Premier League. Absolutely fantastic in the Premier League. Yeah, well, we'll get on to the Europe thing later on. And then Leicester against Huddersfield Town. Um, again, Huddersfield, we've talked about them before. They're going to struggle. And when you're shipping three goals against the likes of Leicester, you've, you've got issues, I think. But Although, they, to be honest, they were good goals, weren't they? So they created chances, yeah. which is the first time I've seen that from Huddersfield yeah. this, this season. Uh, they had, Lepotra had one or two really, really good yeah. chances to bring them yeah. back. The reason that we thought that they were going to struggle was the lack of a striker. Yeah. So if they could show that fight at home against yeah. teams that are in and around them, like say, like Cardiff, like Newcastle, then maybe they've got a shout. Because mm. at least there's something to take out of that performance. Whereas yeah. when we talk about Newcastle later, and like we just said about Cardiff, yeah. there was no positives yeah. to take from it. I think, I think actually it's a, it's, a, it's a good point that we've talked quite a bit in the opening uh, seven episodes. And apologies to supporters of any of these clubs that we might have slagged off quite a lot. But, you know, there are some very poor teams in there. But I think we're discovering as the season's progressing that there are more bad teams than we thought there were. <laughs> so it might be a lot more interesting and a lot less straightforward than we thought, you know. But yeah, I mean, well, I thought it was nice to see Ian Acho score yeah, as well. Yeah, see you know, him. He's had, a, he's had a tough time, didn't get the break at City that maybe some people thought he might have deserved and struggled a bit at Leicester in his first season. Didn't yeah, he? So, really struggled. So it's good to see him getting the score sheet. And Madison, yeah, quality. Absolutely class yeah, player. Absolutely. He will be in the England squad, the next England squad. And he'll be sure. at a top four club within a few yeah. years as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he takes free kicks and yeah. runs in midfield. He played at 10 or an 8. Yeah, uh, he probably could play wide as well. Yeah, but loads about him. He's got a good stride about him as well. I, find. I think he's you know, a sort like... of player actually. If Alex Ferguson was at Manchester United, mm. he would have gone straight there from from Norwich. Yeah, I think yeah, he perhaps. would have identified him. Because, uh, like you said, he'll be at the top four side. In the yeah, I think so. And then moving on to Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool now are starting to. They're getting that thing like City routine wins, aren't they? You yeah. Three 0 against Southampton. I mean, Southampton are not particularly great this season. But um, also Liverpool scored 75% of their shots on target, which is quite interesting. Didn't but it was always going to be a win, wasn't it? It was bizarre, because um, obviously they went 3-0 up just before half-time. Great free kick from mm. Shaqiri. So they're taxing. Yeah, yeah. Shaqiri's taken off. At half-time. Yeah, yeah. And Klopp said it was because midfield has been slightly overrun, even though they're free up. and just wanted to sort that mm. out. But you would have thought you would have left Shaqiri on, wouldn't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. It's a great opportunity to get some minutes under his belt. Yeah, yeah, he, he could have been, been happy goal. with that. Bit of a strange yeah. one, but didn't make any difference to the result. Just Absolutely. think, well, just I think the player needed those those extra forty five minutes and was think, playing well. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Nine hundred and twelve touches for Liverpool in that match. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's quite a lot, isn't yeah. it? That's uh, heading towards a thousand touches. How many of those were James Milner? That's what I want to know. Isn't he unbelievable? Like, oh yeah. He's just. It's. I mean, he's he's better now at this age. What was he? He must be thirty three or. Yeah. Four, about there. Yeah. And he seems to be blossoming even further at this stage. Yeah, I think this is the best period of his career, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, from the back end of last season and the start of this season, he's been fantastic. And this could be an interesting argument for a future episode, not this one. Is he potentially the best free transfer signing of, of all, all time. time? Interesting. I think there might be some kind of yeah, players that have run that. down their yeah, contracts. Yeah, this, this, this is one that could be a really good competitive argument. So I think we're going to pull out Tevez lots of is definitely a, a contender for that one as well. Yeah. Of the impact he made at City when he first came over. Um, but yeah, routine for Liverpool. And they are looking good this season. It cannot be said the same for Manchester United. And I know it's almost a weekly 
we discussion. Thought, we thought they'd turn the corner. We thought they might have turned the corner. Yeah, I, 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 I fully convinced. And when they went one nil up, I thought, okay, good. Wolves are a decent put, team. And I'm putting my hands up here. I didn't say that they turned no. the corner. I got laughed at. Yeah, <laughs> saying true, that yeah. Watford would get a result. Yeah. Well, what did you predict to win? I said they win one nil. Yeah. Yeah. So when Fred scored, I was pissed, but. Yeah, yeah. That second half, they really pushed, and from what I saw, they possibly deserved out of that three points. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, they made some great saves, and it's just it's it's. I mean, to be honest, I'm starting to get the sensation. I like when the Manchester United matches are coming up now. I because I remember when I started supporting United in the mid eighties, they were that kind of team where you wouldn't really put money on them getting a home win against Wolves. You think, oh, we might get it today, and then of course we experienced those. Purple that purple period for twenty years where they just steamroll teams aside. That's those days are gone. Yeah, I mean, and and we wonder will they ever come back in the in this not too distant future? And again, we have to say I don't think it is going to happen. Well, there's so, more problems now in the camp, isn't there? Yeah, it's come out this yeah. week the video of Pogba, Mourinho in training. I mean, I mean, some people might think that was nothing, but you could definitely see. There's problems between. I just uh, he he made the public statement. Paul Pogba will not captain the team again. Yeah, right? I saw that. Now, that that that's a, that's a statement, isn't it? It's not just uh, if you know if there was no issue there, he wouldn't answer. He'd say we'll choose the captain yeah. accordingly, whatever. He wouldn't say this guy's never going to captain the team again because he's already captained the team. So you know, it's not like he's never do captained you, the team. Do you think this is a message from Mourinho to the board to say it's either? Me or him. Yeah, and I think it's going to backfire big time with yeah, Mourinho. Because I think it will. there's no way Manchester United... and Because he's already fallen out pretty much with Martial. He's falling out with two of the absolute fan favourites. Yeah. See, it's the thing. I mean, it doesn't matter what's going on. You can't keep falling out of players. Mm. You can't do that these days. Yeah. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah. He has to understand. I mean, he doesn't seem to understand. He doesn't learn his lesson from Chelsea. Because he, he, lo- he lost all the players at Chelsea. Had to go. He's rapidly losing the players at Manchester United. And he's going to have to go. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I'd be astonished if he's still here by Christmas, unless I, something happens, you know. I agree to an extent here, but I don't think Pogba has done enough to justify himself being in such a strong position. I don't think the point is, neither of us, I would say, myself or Rob, are actually saying that it's justified that players have this power. It's just the reality. Yeah. It's a kind of a real politic of football, isn't it? Players have all the power now. Well, as a, as a Manchester United fan, you watch them more than me. Do you see... Pogba being a current leader. No. Do you see him when he was signed being a potential future captain or leader? No, but, but, but what I would say is I, I can possibly see it if Mourinho goes. That, that's that's Because at the moment now, he's... We want an out-of-form player to lead a club that are low on confidence. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of talk of Zidane. If Zidane comes in, French hero... He's going to nurture those two young, don't you think, quality French players. Don't you think Pogba will still want to go to either Barcelona or Real Madrid now? I think not if Zidane came in. Mm. You know, if Zidane came in, Zidane is going to attract other huge players mm. if he came in. Of course, we're talking about a, a sort of almost a dream, hiring, hypothetical yeah. scenario. But Zidane is kind of, I think he's alluded to maybe being interested. Uh, he's available. If they got rid of Mourinho this week, they could theoretically have Zidane managing the club the weekend after next. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's an unrealistic scenario. And then I think that whole thing of possibly they get enthused by the new manager. There's a there's a there's a buzz around the club. He's a, I mean he's one of the biggest names in world football of all time. So I would watch that space. Yeah. You know? Um. But on the pitch now they're they're awful. They lost to Derby uh, in the League Cup as we saw the other night. It's just all going. 
pear shape. The only sliver lining was that win in the Champions League. They looked really um, good. They did look good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder maybe if possibly the Champions League run might be the one thing that keeps Mourinho's yeah, off, off the chopping him. board. You know, you wouldn't put it past him. him, yeah. But we'll watch the space with interest yeah. as well. Uh, on to Brighton and Spurs. Uh, yeah, two one win for for Spurs, and they so stopped the rot a little bit there, didn't they? Because they were they were getting into a bit of a rot three. Yeah, three yeah, yeah, in a row. Yeah, and they were lucky. Brighton really impressed. Yeah. On the night. I really like Knockout. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what it is about him. There's just something like whenever he gets the ball, he excites me as a non. Yeah, you, you always fan. feel something's going to happen. With yeah, him. he's 100%. a vibrant player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think he's he's going to go up a level as well at some point. I think he's destined for a bigger club. Maybe not top four. I just think he's a bit inconsistent. But, you know, well, that's that's why I think maybe not top four, but I think he's got top six perhaps or or thereabouts. You know, not to be too harsh, but would you like to see him at West Ham? Well, no, because we got Anderson Yarmolenko, but um, that type of player is definitely good enough. Mm. But I think West Ham... He's not bought, an, he's not West, an Ham bought, West Ham have bought enough wingers. I think we need some <laughs> midfield players. Yeah. But, um, no, he's a good player. How old is he? Do we know? I think 22. I think he's quite young. Oh, is he that young? Well, that's that, interesting. I, that well, I thought he was a bit older. Could be wrong, but I've got. A, I think he's about 22. We'll check about yeah. 38. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if he got that the, the goal, the consolation goal, a couple of minutes earlier... Um, Spurs, I think, would have been proper rocking. And they had another good chance right at the end yeah. for the equaliser. Yeah. But at Tottenham, this sort of in-game management is strange under under Pochettino. He's a top manager, no doubt about it. But they always seem like they, you know, they make funny substitutions. And even that goal they gave away, both their fullbacks got you know, on the other end of the pitch yeah. got caught out. Top side, see Liverpool now. They keep the ball. Yeah. They don't give the opposition a sniff. There's something, something they're not learning from. Yeah, there's something not right at Spurs no. right now. The Pochettino's recent interviews have been strange, to say the least. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't remember that goal you're referring to with the fullbacks being too high up the pitch. Yeah, Danny Rose has called out. Trip, was Trippier playing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, both out of position. I mean, you just don't throw him forward. In the I last wonder maybe minutes. there's a slight World Cup sort of fallout there. The Trippier now, he's kind of like thinking, I'm a bit of a star. I'm going to try and yeah. stay forward a bit more and get more goals and things like that. And maybe reneging his defensive responsibilities a small bit. Yeah, you know? maybe. Harry Kane definitely looks not the same player at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. we said before, I think last week, if he gets one, yeah. which yeah. he got actually, he got a penalty, yeah. he might suddenly sort of get going on those runs so now. But he had a couple I mean, of chances was... that he missed that he would always put away. Harry Kane all, all often as well gets like a load of goals in just a few games. Yeah. They get eight and three or something, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think there's more to be seen from Spurs. Yeah. And uh, they, you know, got to pick up those wins, haven't you? So they did that. And we'll see what happens next at the weekend. We've got a couple of uh, scoreless games here now. Crystal Palace and Newcastle. Not a great deal to be said about this, really. No, but Newcastle from, will take it, won't they? Yeah, oh, they trouble. Any sort of result away from home when you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's good. I mean, I didn't see much of the game, but I, I, I didn't think Palace uh, absolutely battered them from from the reports I'm, I was reading. I mean, I think Palace probably shaded it, but didn't score. And that's that's the name of the game, isn't it? You know, Newcastle yeah. went out defensively. Yeah, which surprised me to an extent. I thought maybe there's a chance where you can push a little bit to try and get three points. Yeah, but I think Newcastle. That on the that, agenda. That, that's that's going to be their mentality against teams they know that are sort of slicker than them. And Palace, you'd say Palace are probably a better side overall. 
I think on paper the squads aren't too dissimilar in quality levels, but Palace have got a little spark, especially with Zaha, you know. Yeah, he's a difference, isn't he? And I think Newcastle then subsequently sort of tightened things up, you know. But yeah, we talked about it earlier there, Newcastle could be in trouble this season. Uh, so we watch this again with interest and see what happens. And then on to West Ham against Chelsea. Yeah. And I, I, I thought I was very, I thought you were unlucky. Yeah, I was actually. at this one. Um, I, I thought it was the right result. Yeah. But we were lucky. But you had a couple of chances near yeah. the end, which probably should have been goals. Yeah. yeah, and so did they, though. Yeah. We were yeah. hanging on the last five minutes. But um, I, was, I was pleased with the way Pellegrini set up the team. We weren't gung-ho as we have been in other games. Yeah. We had a plan to sit back. It's like watching David Moyes' West Ham yeah. team, really. And the plan worked. You know, we got players behind the ball, frustrated them. We on the break, we moved the ball really quickly. And mm. a couple of openings, Antonio had a good chance. Yeah, that was the chance I was two, thinking of. Two good chances. Yeah. Uh, where Yarmolenko broke away as well, the ball fell yeah, to Antonio. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, but he always felt. Yarmolenko yeah, was a header. The, oh, the header, yeah, was in the second half. I mean, yeah. I don't know how he misses that. I know. But, um, and you're just thinking if Ranautovic is on the pitch, yeah, that's 1 0. Well, that's right, you know. that's right. But Chelsea were always threatening, yeah. Hazard, but yeah. they. I mean, Declan Rice had a great game in midfield uh-huh. and sort of really sort of you know, made us a lot more solid than we have been. Yeah. I kind of want to go difference. off the boil for a little while. Just to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, um, do you know what, in a funny way, I do for West Ham as well because we haven't got the contract sorted out. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what's going on there. But He's on £3,000 a week. It's ridiculous. Right? Yeah. I mean, all right, you don't want 19 year olds getting stupid amounts of yeah. money, but he's already proved himself to be on the verge of the first team. I think you don't which, want 19 year olds getting stupid amounts of money in general. But if other ones are, and you've got one that isn't, he's going to want to look elsewhere, isn't he? Well, Unless you sort him out. Well, he's got to be worth 25 grand a week, hasn't he? Yeah. In modern day football. Uh, absolutely. With what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. And then just, you know, just have bonuses in the contract where if he makes 25 starts and the Premier League goes up a bit. Yeah, yeah. And he keeps keeps going on like that. But they've got to sort it out, West Ham, because, yeah. But the, it is the funny. The picks up on how good he oh, is yeah. now. So it is funny, really, when you think about it, that it, 20-year-old footballer in a team that plays in the lower half of the English Premier League is would probably be very dissatisfied at earning what a banker probably yeah. earns, you know. Yeah. Like it's, it's Yeah, but at the end of the day, that's what they're worth now. Yeah. And um, if he sees Carl Sanchez come into the squad yeah. on 60 grand a week, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a pretty poor player. 20 and, times and the De- amount of money he's Declan's, getting. Yeah. You know, taking his place in the team. And surely he's worth you know twenty five thirty. For sure, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting to see what happens there in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, great point for West Ham. Chelsea will be pretty disappointed, I'd imagine. Yeah, I, do you know, I, don't, I don't. On the balance of play, I think they won't be that disappointed. But I mean, obviously, you just want to win all your games, don't you? But yeah. And then finally, Arsenal against Everton. Uh, I saw this match as well, and. It was just the two goals, really. That was the main difference between the sides, wasn't it? I mean, but it was a strange game. I thought Everson had the better of it. Yeah, long, long periods. And then once um, Lacazette did score that lovely goal, it was you know it was never in doubt really for yeah. Arsenal. And then Everton were unlucky with the second goal, which was offside. Oh yeah. And the VAR had been brought in this season, which it probably will be brought in next season. That goal would have been ruled out. Well, Champions League's been announced definitely VAR for next, next season. season. Yeah. yeah. Don't know where the Premier is right well, I think they will. You'll have to have it. I mean, it's. I think you really need to have it across the board, don't you? If it's going to be at a major tournament like Champions League, it'll probably be a major competition like the, the Premier League. They certainly have the technology, so and it's being used now. So why not do it? Well, Arsenal certainly got away with a couple of decisions this season. Where yeah. they are would have gone the other way against yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I think overall the VAR would probably even itself out to a large extent over a season. But I mean, you do get some fans, of some clubs are every week they're moaning, and at least it would shut up their moaning, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. I can think of a certain team that were blue in uh, the north of England. Um, like <laughs> uh, Peter Chet had a good game, didn't he? he made some good saves. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. As exact as we said before, it's just the the quality of those strikers that they bought. You know, I mean. Even the Bama Yang was offside. Put 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 it away. They finished quite well. That's what happens when you spend yeah for their frailties at the back. They've still they got pounds two in. outstanding forwards. Yeah, Ozil was still passing the ball beautifully, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. They've got these players going forward. And if I remember right, Torreira started this game. He did. Yes, he was he's outstanding. Yeah, he was very yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes you wonder why the hell he didn't start. Yeah, I think he'll be saying, yeah. last he'll be paying every week now. I would have thought. I think I think so. I think he'd be one of the first names in the team sheet. You know. But in typical Arsenal fashion, off the back of this 2-0 win, all of a sudden everything's doom and gloom again, with the news that Aaron Ramsey will be allowed to leave at the end of the season. Really? Wow. Yeah. They've like that. given yeah. the final contract offer, which he has turned down, and they said we're not coming back with another one. So See, that's What is going on with that club and, and these contracts? These, these contracts need to be sorted out two years before. Yeah. Right, and if the players don't want to sign it two years before, then you, you say, right, you're going to have to go, we're selling you. Uh, yeah. Gunner fans yeah. are going to yeah. hate this, yeah. and I apologise, but it almost looks like they're trying to do it at Tottenham with, uh, we're going to take a hard line on wages. And if you don't accept it, you can go elsewhere, which has worked really well for Spurs up until maybe the last two years yeah. with keeping their uh, Deli Alley, keeping Kane with their contract renewals and working Maurice within well, their budget. Yeah. Arsenal seem to have tried to play the same game, and Ramsey's gone, nope, don't want you, don't need it. Where would Ramsey go? Where, where, where would you think? I, I could see him turn up at United. I could, I could see that. He, I mean, he was. Uh, I don't know if you remember. He was announced as having signed for Manchester United before he signed for Arsenal on the Man website. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, it was very close, yeah. wasn't it? And then they realised they jumped the gun, and uh, he ended up at a uh, high. Was a hybrid somewhere. It must have been Emirates. Yeah, he ended up at Arsenal anyway. Um, I can't see him going to City. Could do. Wouldn't go to Spurs. He could He's go to City. He could go to City for the trophies and 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 the uh, you know the money, uh, knowing that he'll play well, probably start fifteen games a season. Could go to United because they still got problems in midfield despite you know some of the players they brought in. If he does walk, I can only see it being between United and Chelsea. But I think he might go abroad. Yeah, that's the other option, yeah. isn't it? Where do you reckon he can though? I understand a couple of seasons ago, but the season before last, Barcelona were talking about. He was linked to Barcelona. I mean, there's lots of these links, and it never comes through. Sometimes they make some strange signings, but not British players. Not often, not anymore. Anyway, it used to be in the eighties. You know, Steve Archibald. Yeah, yeah. 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 was not strange. Now you've got a lot of really good youngsters going out. Maybe this is going to open the door more. But I, I think it is going to mainly be young players like Egbo. So we had the battle of two um, British. Guys in Germany the other day, didn't we? Jaden Sancho and the chap that plays for Hoffenheim was never forgotten. Maybe that's Egbo. Right, okay. Yeah, Jaden Sancho, was that in the 8 0 win? I don't know what the score was. I just saw it before the match, not afterwards. Because Sancho scored. By the way, talking about 8 0 wins. Yes, that was that. Yeah, that was some score, isn't it? It's always good when you get a match. Well, should we talk about it now quickly? Yeah, we'll go back to where we finished. Obviously, it was great to see that happen for West Ham and to have four academy players in the side. One mm. made his day, got a couple of goals. Yeah. Grady, Dean, Garner. But Macclesfield were a disgrace. 
All right? and, and honestly, it was disgraceful. The professional footballers, they weren't putting it in any tackles. Uh, they just did nothing didn't to like try to the rest of first team. <laughs> 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 I know they're bottom of the of league too, but I mean, you would think they'd try and kick a couple of players up in the air, or you know, not kick them up in the air, but do something. Yeah. And Make the presence known. Yeah. were fuming, rightfully yeah. so. It was yeah. a pathetic performance. I mean, honestly, it was. I think it was seven 0 with 15, 20 to go. Could have been. Could have been ten, eleven. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but yeah, do you think it's nice nowadays where, where um, out of professional courtesy they don't go for that? That double figure. Well, they started knocking the ball about differently yeah. West Ham because those young players on the pitch, they were relentless and they were, they were going for yeah. it. And then I think they just decided they were just going to try and keep the ball for the last time. Because the only time I could think of a double figure score in top flight European football with the big club in the last 10, 15 years is Real Madrid a couple of seasons ago, three, three or four seasons ago. Right. I can't remember who they beat, but it was 10 2. Just thinking in La Liga. There hasn't been one in Premier League, has there? No, nine been, is the highest. Nine, Tottenham got nine. United, United got nine against Ipswich, yeah. Yeah. Um, Spurs got nine, Lee Wigan. It's been quite a few eights, but yeah. there's never been a ten. I think they'd have to go back an awful long way to think. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed in the end. I thought, oh, I could get double figures. Yeah, that'd be yeah, something, yeah. wouldn't it? Oh, that's but, always nice, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, I see it, that one. It's just funny how it just never seems to happen, the double figures thing. It's, like, it's almost, it's a massive rarity. Yeah. Manchester United have only achieved it once in a competitive match. It was Anderlecht. I mean, yeah. Liverpool, Liverpool, I think have done it a few times. They beat Fulham 10-0 in a League Cup match in the 80s. And their their record is 13-0 against Stromsogeta or something. But, but yeah, it's, it's interesting how it really happens. Have but, you ever been in attendance to one of these fractions? On the wrong end of it. I uh, have twice no. to the same team. Yeah. I was been at Doncaster Rovers when we got dicked on by Nottingham Forest twice, eight nil in the league. Really? Oh, blimey! Yeah. Twice. Pierre van Hooydonk got five. I want to say yeah. one of the games. Yeah. Yeah, we like we drew them in ninety four and then again ninety seven. Got that's a very interesting thing. I think the highest defeat I ever watched my own team suffer is probably three nil. I think a few Cork City matches we lost three nil, but I just. Follow teams that don't tend to get tanked <laughs> that often. Well, I remember West Ham beating Man United 4 0. Yeah. In yeah. the snow, in the league yeah, quarter yeah, final. Absolutely. That's <laughs> what I put that one in there. Fair enough. I've seen West Ham lose to Man United six yeah, but I've, a couple I've, of occasions. I've watched, as well. I've watched them. Maybe three occasions. I've watched them at home. I remember this, there was a 7 1. Yeah. Or a 7 0, wasn't it, actually? I watched a few yeah, I mean, there was a Man United losing 6 3 to Hampton, 5 0 to Chelsea, Newcastle. 6-1 to City, of course, you know. Yeah. Although I remember that day, the day that United lost 6-1 to City, I was, in, I was in the recording studio and I recorded, I was recording the match and I got a call from my girlfriend saying, Zach, I just got to warn you, I don't think you should watch the match. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you just reminded me of um, one hiding at West Ham took. It was on New Year's Day, I think it was 2007, I'm going to say, and had a horrendous New Year's Eve. I was out with my girlfriends, and I'm always up for a West Ham game. Yeah. But on this one occasion, the hangover was horrendous. I got to see what the West Ham score was. Yeah. And we're losing 6 0 to Reading after 60 minutes. <laughs> we stayed six. Oh my well, God. That's that a is... big shock when you get up yeah. in these days. 6 0 to Reading. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. But um, so, yeah, in the League Cup also, we had uh, Chelsea beating Liverpool. What's a goal from Hazard? Yes. What's a goal? I, I haven't seen the League oh, Cup. Yes. Oh, really good goal. Absolutely. Yeah. Hazard Absolutely. picks up on the right-hand side, takes on three, four men, yeah. places it perfectly in the bottom corner. I did notice there was a lot of gushing 
um, headlines about him. So I, I felt he, well, he came off the bench and turned the game, made yeah. one score yeah. one. Yeah. Sturridge scored again for Liverpool. So he's still, still not Sturridge, yeah, yeah, he looked sharp. Um, a great shot against the bars. Another chance where I couldn't believe he missed it as yeah. well. I want, give a, to see I want to give a big shout out to Kevin McEwen, by the way, because uh, like Kev, yeah, like Kev, like Kev, he was he was very uh, ha 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 ha. You know, you're going out of the League Cup, and I know it was against Derby, but Liverpool lost as well. So you know, <laughs> it's, I think they call it karma. <laughs> no, it's Carabao. That's the Carabao. Oh, the Carabao Cup. Sorry, yeah. the Carabao Cup. Uh, and then what were the other results? Um, so Arsenal beat Brentford three one. They did, and they yeah. looked to be lucky to get it. From what yeah. I'm hearing, Brentford deserved to come out of that, I heard that game with a result. Spurs got through on penalties, didn't they? Yes. Against Watford. Watford were in control and a goal up, but had a player sent off. Yeah. And then that allowed Spurs back into the game. City went through 3-0 quite easily, didn't they? Uh, United went out. Um, Fulham beat Millwall 3-1 away from home. Yeah. And That'd be a nice draw, actually, next round. West Ham Fulham. away draw at Fulham, yeah. Have the, has the draw been made? Is that, no, no. no. We're not quite sure when this is or where because nice. the Carabao Cup has confer out some wonderful yeah. places. Yeah, like Craven Cottage or a cup game, I think. Maybe they'll have it in Shanghai or oh, yeah, I hope something so. like that. Yeah. After some of yeah. ones. But uh, Harvey Elliott made his debut for Fulham. Oh, 15, yes. Yeah, 15 absolutely. years old. And I believe he's been linked with some enormous clubs already at 15 years of age. City, Dortmund. Wow. Uh, I'd heard of Dortmund. Yeah, yeah. But I was being honest with Bobby before we started. I hadn't heard much in pre-season because we weren't playing him. We were playing a lot of our FPL2 team Mm. and they were really impressing, especially three or four that came in against Sampdoria Uh, pre-season. Steven Sessegnon, we've known about for a while, being quality behind his brother. This seems to have come out. So do you think think that's maybe because these big clubs are after him and this is Fulham's way of saying, look, we're going to give you appearances we're going to give you more of a chance than what they will do in the next few years honestly no I th- if anything it's worse because like now we're going to show even more people what you've got well, yeah. put you in the shop no, window exactly, yeah. Yeah. the only thing that we have got is Khan the chairman who doesn't need to let him go and we can throw the money at him to keep him we've shown that pre-season yeah. with the amount of and players we've bought and the films don't need to take the transfer fees either really because the guy's got money isn't he yeah exactly we, we have got a money bank so that also we can talk about the fact that let's say Wembley looks like it's going to happen now as well mm. um, but yeah so the cup I, I'm not calling it the Carabao Cup not <laughs> <laughs> good I'm glad you said that yeah let's call it the league I hate it I hate it I, I, I might call it the Wumbelows Cup but, yeah. the, mil- the Milk Cup the, uh, the Little, little ones. Yeah. the Milk Cup was just before my time as well yeah. surely it was before well, mine yeah. but yeah really 85 86 85 was definitely that was Norwich Everton yeah, in my first year really sporting West Ham or remembering was 86, 87 yeah that's pretty much me as well yeah. so I think yeah. Littlewoods at that point it was definitely at Littlewoods yeah. yeah 87 Arsenal beat uh, Liverpool 2-1 in the final yeah. it was the first match ever that Ian Rush had scored for Liverpool and, and they lost they didn't, and they lost I remember yeah. that actually yeah. Yeah. yeah and then Arsenal lost against Luton Town the next season what happened, what happened to Brian Steen yeah Brian Steen yep absolutely so that's enough about the League Cup. Yeah. Follow yeah. the trawler, keeping it recent. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're always going to get a bit of nostalgia from us boys, and it's always going to be related to the 80s as well, probably. <laughs> Okay, we are going to talk about the matches coming up this weekend and we're going to see if we can guess what's going to happen in them. 
Oh my gosh! What what does that win? Looking right. forward to this one. You West Ham. This one. Sorry. Have you got a ticket? No, I haven't. No, <gasps> no. But I, as a matter of fact, I'm bloody working. But yeah, really? Yeah. So I'll have to record it, lock my eyes and ears on the way home, and then just watch it when I get home. I'm only working so, till twelve o'clock. So okay, so Bobby, no texting. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll turn <laughs> no, I've never wound him up before. I'll turn my phone. Really? Had, he's never had any reason to. <laughs> 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 um, uh, so yeah, uh, West Ham Man United. Oh Christ! Do you know what? You, you may have noticed my policy. I never ever go against Man United to win, or, or well, at least get a result. Uh, so I, over I, to you, Bobby. I can't start today. <laughs> I'm going to go for a draw, one-one. Yeah. Well, West Ham have got. A good history against Manchester United at home. I know it's really going to be one nil actually. But yeah. big, <laughs> big games and big occasions in the last 20, 30 years. Yeah. Um, and this is a massive occasion. It's not, you know, to stop them winning the title or to keep us up or anything. But if United lose this, that really could be it for Mourinho. You know, I have to say it's it's a very strange position to be in because you could do us an enormous favour by fucking <laughs> thrashing us. Can you? Yeah. If if West Ham win four 0 you'd have to say there's no way Mourinho would be in the job Monday, would you? Yeah. I mean, I'm West Ham. My, I'm changing. <laughs> but as much as West Ham have improved, <coughs> and they they dug one out against um, Chelsea, I think it's going to be similar sort of yeah. game. Yeah, I really do. Um, but I'll go for a score draw instead. So okay. one 0 We'll say one 0 Okay. Uh, and I reckon West Ham are going to get a result, but I don't think this will be the game that sees. Mourinho go. Mm. I believe in football poetry, and that will be next week after you lose to Chelsea, right? Oh, which will okay. be the perfect way for him to leave the club. So I'm actually going to go for West Ham to win two one. Well, that'll be something. Yeah. Well, I hope you're as inaccurate this week as you were last <laughs> yeah. week. Well, I'm hoping you're more, as accurate as you were about Mark yeah. Hughes. Yeah. Um, Arsenal versus Watford, Bobby. Well, Arsenal strong at home, aren't they? Yeah. Despite the problems they do have at the back. Their home form in the last, well, year, year and a half has been excellent. And I think it will continue again, even though Watford have had a great start to the season. Not always excellent, to be honest. But against the big teams, they have still struggled. Yeah. I mean, last season, they got... Well, I suppose I mean against the likes City, but yeah, yeah. of Watford or you know, West yeah. Ham, whoever. So I'm going to say Arsenal's win 2-1. I think Watford have done enough to show me that they're going to actually put up a fight at uh, the Emirates. And I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Okay. I, I take your point about putting up a fight, but I, I think I'm leaning towards Rob as well. That I think, yeah. But I'm going to, I, I, I want another policy in these predictions. I don't ever pick the exact same score as anybody else. I'm going to say 3 1. <laughs> I think Obama, Yang, Lacazette, they've got goals in them. Watford, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, they're solid, but I think Arsenal should get through this one. I must admit, I'm basing that mostly on what I saw from Watford at Craven Cottage. Yeah. And I can just see them playing a very similar way against Arsenal, and I think it will actually bring out better dividends. Okay, well, anyway, you're, you're predicting your own team now first. Everything is Fulham. Everton are shocking. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. In, right no, I'm going to explain that statement. I think you need to. <laughs> when you look at the players they have got and the investment that's been put in, mm. they are not achieving what they should be. They haven't for two or three years. Yeah. Now, you can talk about the changes of manager. You can talk about the influx of players. Something is not right at that club just at the base of it. And Fulham is starting to click slowly now. I haven't seen enough from Everton to make me think, oh, we've got a risk here going up to Goodison Park. They don't have a board, do they? That's, that's how you should feel about going to any Premier League team away from home. It's like, mm. 
oh, I don't fancy going there. Going up to Goodison Park, you don't have that feeling. Mm. I think it's going to be 1-0 Fulham with Mitro getting the winner. Fair play. But I don't see us being under threat. I'm not sure. I, I think Fulham are going to get a lot of results at home against good teams, but I think they're going to struggle on the road. And I don't see any difference. I think I'm going to go 2-0 Everton. Sorry, Colin. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Everton are quite as bad as you're saying, but they do lack a centre-forward. Uh, so I can't see them scoring many goals. I want to say it's going to be one or draw. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm saying they should be top six yeah. or seven well, when you look at the money. The investment, I do understand yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they've got a few problems at the moment. I agree with that. One or which would be a great result for Fulham, mm-hmm. I think, really. So, Huddersfield Spurs. Oh, was it 4-0 four, four last season? I think it yeah. was. Better than Villas, Lava Sky. Or was that the season before last? Have they been up? Uh, the, no, they were, the yeah, second. last year was their first season. So, yeah, it was 4-0 yeah. last season. I think Kane might have scored a hat-trick. It was three in the first 15 minutes, yeah. I think. I'm going to go for something similar. I'm going to go 4 nil Spurs. Right. Yeah, I can't see Huddersfield get anything from this. Yeah, I'm going to go for 2-0 Tottenham. Tottenham aren't firing all cylinders, so yeah. I don't think they're going to batter them. But I think um, this is the where they might, so we'll see. Go for two. I'm going to go against type, just to be a bit different. This could be Spurs' bricket of the season. Uh, Huddersfield still won't score, though, so I'm going to go nil-nil. <laughs> you don't want to win this, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah for the first time next week, we will actually tell you where we're at. Because yeah, we that'd be, done that'd that be that interesting. Yet. Yeah, I might, I, might, I might be at the bottom of the table doing all coffee, you know. <laughs> um, Man City against Brighton. Now, I do want to say they're going to tank them, but... I don't think Brighton is going to get tanked by many teams, although if there's one team they are going to be, um, it's probably Brighton. You're certain this one, aren't you, Rob? Man City, yeah, Brighton? I'll just, well, it's definitely going to be a Manchester United, Manchester City win. Mm. It's just by a massive of how many, isn't it? They did save it against Leon as well, didn't they? I'm going to say 3-0. Mm. Going in the middle of what, um, yeah. what the others might predict. There's, there's, there's a guy, I read it, Thing about a guy who he always bets for his team to win two one or something, and they worked out that I'll I'll come back to that one. No, some I mean, sort of the statistics of uh, picking the exact same score every they match. They should go two one when De Canio's in the side at West Ham. Yeah, it's a problem. two quid for two one West Ham. Because one I, year came. I think nine. you'd start making money on City if you went for them to win three 0 every game, yeah. wouldn't you? Because they're they're getting that score quite a bit. So three, you say three 0 Yeah. What do you say? How many nil do you say, Colin? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question with City this season. I'm going to throw you. Oh, no. Oh, Come on. Again. Complete curveball. No chance. There's no chance Brighton get anything. 3-1 to City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they can't tank every team, every match. I, I'm just say 2 nil. Fair enough. And then uh, Colin, Newcastle, Leicester. Where to start with this one? Leicester are the most on and off team mm. I think I've mm. seen. And Newcastle have been off since the first day. Can something click in place here? Haven't you just had a win yet, no? I think they're one of only two teams who haven't had a yeah. win, aren't they? They haven't won, no. no, no sure Cardiff, Huddersfield and Newcastle haven't yeah. won a game this season. Yeah. They've got two points each, I want to say. Is this what's going to click into place? I want it to be, I have a bit of a soft spot for Newcastle. I will admit it's mostly down to the Keegan era mm. when football was played how I wanted to see yeah. it played. Yeah. We're going to score more than you. Yeah. 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 Just, I can't see it happening this game. I'm... Gonna go for two nil Leicester. Maybe right. Vardy on the break. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with some similar. I'm, 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 I think at home I let them get one, but I think two one Leicester. I think Leicester looking looking fairly tasty actually. I think overall compared to what I expect them to be, looking the anti Everton in a way. You know. Yeah. And Rob. Yeah, I think Rafa will be playing right into Leicester's hands to have a go at them. Doesn't really have the players. 
I know it sounds ridiculous. It's only Leicester at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it does. It plays right into their hands. It shows what the, the, the absolute so, frailties yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think knowing him as well, he'll try and keep it tight. And it won't be a great spectacle because of that. Because Leicester likes playing a break. I want to say nil-nil. Mm-hmm. It's becoming a common score for Newcastle, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll just try and grind something yeah. out. And then we have Wolves against Southampton. Uh, oh, 2-0 Wolves. Wolves, Wolves look quite tasty. Southampton look quite bereft of ideas. Yeah, I thought um, Southampton want to show a bit more fight last week at Liverpool. But they didn't really show anything, did they, to be honest, watching it. Mm. I think they're in a lot of trouble. And I'm going to say 2-1 to Wolves. And clean sweep. I think it's going to be 1-0 to Wolves. Mm. Okay. And then Chelsea-Liverpool. Rob? Well, that's going to be a cracker, isn't it? Hopefully. Um, do you think that League Cup result midweek will have any bearing on this? Zero. Or probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Um, the form Hazard's in. I, I wouldn't like to bet against Chelsea at home. Do you know what? I think Chelsea are going to beat them again. I'm going to mm. go for a 2-1 win. I think we've seen all the excitement of what a Chelsea-Liverpool game could be in last night's game. This weekend, we're going to see a Chelsea-Liverpool game when keeping momentum going for a Premier League push is going to be put to the forefront. Yeah. We're not going to see anything like the level of attacking we saw. It will be 1-1. Okay. I I think it's going to be 2-2. Yeah. And do you think it'll be a good game? I think it will be. I, mean, I, mean, yeah. I just think there's, there's too much... Flair on that pitch for it to be a dour match, you know. I mean, if, if Liverpool can go there and get a win, that's a massive, massive oh, statement yeah. for them. Massive statement. Chelsea yeah. had dour games already this season. Yeah, but I think I don't know. I just I just got a feeling. I mean, I think Liverpool are banging the ball on the back of the net. Chelsea, you know, I mean. And actually, but, saying there's a massive statement for Liverpool if Chelsea win. That's a massive statement as well. I, I They've only dropped that. You know, that is true. I think it's a statement. I wouldn't think it'd be as big a statement no. as Liverpool yeah. winning because they're home. So you kind of ex- you always think that you can get a win at home, don't you? Yeah. Liverpool to go and win there that that is a statement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it'll be for an interesting table if they do draw and City gets the win, get the win over Brighton. Yes, absolutely. Um, and Cardiff Burnley. Oh, uh, do I have to be positive? No, of course I don't because it's Cardiff. <laughs> okay, so Burnley have been. Abject. Cardiff are absolutely atrocious. Can I come up with anything other than nil nil? I was, was going to ask. Can we have like yeah, minus Burn- scores? Is there any Burnley to get one just because they do have attacking prowess? Yeah, I do like Chris Wood. Yeah, I really yeah. like him as a striker. Yeah. And they come off the back of a four nil win. You've got to have some confidence. Cardiff are going to grind it and make it the most horrible game to watch. But Burnley will get a goal. One nil Burnley. Okay, I, I think Chris Wood is good as well, but I, I preferred him when he was in goal for Rangers. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, oh, I can't think of anything other than nil nil. It's just yeah. your face is like me last week talking about Arsenal Everton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nil nil all all over all day of the week, every day of the week, all hours of the day, <laughs> all over it. It's like paint it nil nil now. Yeah. Print the papers with nil nil on it now. But yeah, nil nil. Well, I was going to go for 1 0 Cardiff on a set piece. That's the only way they're going to score. Will we get full it? symmetry of the score? 1 0, 0 0, 0 1. Yeah. Right. Oh, did you go for Burnley 1 0? No, I think Burnley yeah. would get a yeah. goal. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, nothing would surprise us, would it, if it was 1 0, 0 0. The only thing that would surprise me is if that's got more than two goals in a game. Yeah. You'd get good odds on that, though, wouldn't you? For, so maybe... Over, uh, what would be the over under on that? Uh, for for 2.5 goals? Yeah. I'd say you're looking at 2 to 1, I'd say. 
think. Or oh, maybe evens. They, they never offer you that generous odds on it. So. Anyway, let's stop talking about this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I, I think it might be a good bet to put a, a few quid on nil-nil because nil-nils uh, yeah. will get you better odds. And, uh, you know, Bournemouth Palace, I think we're going to get a few goals in this one. Yeah, I do. I'm going to go for 3-2 Bournemouth. I was going to say that. I'm going to say something <laughs> different now. I think they'll definitely beat goals for the reason saying, like I said before, about Bournemouth being pretty open, so I have a lot of pace. Um, and Palace are the same, really. Mm. Although, Palace haven't scored many goals and they haven't let in many this season. So it goes against that a little bit. This is where but this is where, changing. Yeah, so I want to go for... I was going to go for Bournemouth to win 2-1, actually. Mm. Oh, well, that's made my decision for me. I was going 2-1, but I wasn't mm. sure which way to fall. <laughs> I, I, I've got to go against Bobby. I've got to go for Palace to get 2-1. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. We, we have a couple I do. In my head, I was like, it's going to be 2-1, but which side? Bournemouth yeah. are coming back off the back of a 4-0 defeat, So, uh, but they're at home in and front the of their fans. the contrary side of you says, I'm not going to agree with Rob, yeah? Yeah, and then the other side says, but then I'm like, okay, Palace are doing okay. They've come off the back of a draw against Newcastle. Zaha wasn't on fire last week, so he's got to do something potentially. Mm. This week, yeah. he doesn't have many games off. So I can make an argument either way, and I'm yeah. going with the Palace argument. It's funny yeah. that I, I picked a five-goal thriller between two teams who didn't score a single goal last <laughs> week. <laughs> but when you look at Bournemouth's team, you, you, there's a few players on that side that can score goals. And you look at Wilson and King, I always think of those two. I always fancy them to get one each, so yeah, we'll mm. see. Cool. Okay, well that brings to a close this week's uh, slightly shorter Follow the Trawler. We've had a few issues with transport this week, so I had to start later. And we would be here till midnight if we carried (laughs) on anymore. Uh, So thanks for listening and follow us on uh, Twitter, which is Follow Trawler. And Follow the Trawler 2018 on Instagram. And we've got a Facebook page as well. Just type in Follow the Trawler on Facebook. And as a special present after our little retro moment, we're going to play out this week with a song by 1990s Cameroon legend Roger Miller (laughs) (laughs) and his track Sandy. Thank you, Roger. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Cheers. You came into my life Like the sunlight in the night Sunday In silence here you came Sunday Like a dewdrop in the rain Sunday You open up my heart Sunday Welcome to the start Welcome to the start Namelele <laughs> <laughs>